Welcome to Q the Nurse Podcast. My name is Swadik Mayanja, but you guys can call me Q. And yes, I am a nurse. And on this podcast, I will be bringing you news, current events, research, and fun topics for nurses everywhere. Thank you very much and enjoy. So this is a super interesting story and I find it... um, I don't know. I've been feeling a little bit of this. Uh, I'm not going to consider myself. Let me just get into it. All right. So um, a a new study has come out that has found that Americans are super lonely, like very, very, very lonely. Um, 50 percent of Americans um, uh, in the study reported that they feel alone or left out always or sometimes. So always they feel alone or left out, or sometimes they feel alone or left out. That is 50% of the country, which is absolutely absurd. I think, I don't know. I feel alone sometimes. Let's get into the study. All right. So um, using one of the best known tools for measuring loneliness, the UCLA loneliness scale, Sigma survey surveyed, um, Sigma surveyed 20,000 adults online across the country. The University of California, Los Angeles tool uses a series of statements and a formula to calculate a loneliness score based on responses. Scores on the US UCLA scale range from 20 to 80. People scoring 43 and above were considered lonely in the Cygnus survey with a higher score suggesting a greater level of loneliness and social isolation. So more than half of the survey respondents, 54%, um, said that they always or sometimes feel that no one knows them well. 56% reported that sometimes or always felt like the people around them are not necessarily with them, and two in five felt they lack companionship, that their relationships aren't meaningful, and that they are isolated from others. This is This is craziness to me, right? So the companionship one, I don't know how I feel because like relationships are just hard these days. I feel like we're in such a weird place with relationships with like the tenders and the, and the grinders and the e-harmonies and like all of these online applications. It just makes, you know, instant gratification. Like if you're able to get like an instant hookup with someone working to build a strong relationship, isn't that appealing until it's really appealing. But at that point, you're so out of the I want to build something versus I want to just get something from you that it's like, I don't know. I just feel like right now, culturally, we're in a really weird place between I can go out and get a quick hookup and like, yeah, let's have a good old time versus I can try to spend my time working on something. You just just tell me in the comment section how you feel about the situation. Moving on with the study. So several studies in recent years, including um have, I'm sorry, several studies in recent years have documented the public have health effect of loneliness. It has been linked with a higher risk of coronary heart disease and stroke. It has been shown to influence our genes and our immune systems and even recovery from breast cancer. This is insane. So loneliness is just not your feelings. It can affect your actual physical health. Um, they said that the, we have found robust evidence that it is that it increases risk for premature mortality. This is insanity right so you can die due to loneliness 
Jeez and Lord. All right. So members of Generation Z born between the mid 1990s and the early 2000s had an overall loneliness score of 48.3, which remember, if you're over 43, you're considered lonely, but it all goes all the way up to 80. So they're lonely, but not insanely lonely, right? 48.3 millennials. That's my group. Just a little bit older scored 45.3. So a little less lonely, but still definitely lonely. By comparison, Baby Boomers scored 42.4, which puts them slightly under that 43 number, so they're not considered lonely. And then the greatest generation, people ages 72 and above, had a score of 38.6 on the loneliness scale, which this blew my mind. See, me being a nurse, this blew my mind. Because in nursing school and, and just in life in general, you think, who are the loneliest people? The loneliest people are those who live the longest because all of their friends, their family, they, you know, they, they, their parents, all of those people have passed away. So they're literally alone, not l- alone because they don't want to go out and talk to people. They're alone because the people that they've shared their life with have died. So those people, the greatest generation, those 72 and above are least less lonely than the generation Z, uh, the youngest generation currently, and my the millennials and the baby boomers. This blows my mind. Uh, and like baby boomers, I mean, there are parents that are taking care of, a, you know, their parents and they have kids. And, you know, they're like baby boomers, kind of surprising. The millennials and the generation Z, maybe just because with all the tech, everyone's on their phone versus communicating. And they do get into that. So let me jump into that real quick. Some research... Published in 2017 by psychologist Gene, I can't pronounce his last name, Twinge, um, at San Diego State University, suggests that more screen time and social media may have caused a rise in depression and suicide among American adolescents. The study also found that people who spend less time looking at screens and more time having face-to-face social interactions are less likely to be depressive um, yeah, depressive or suicidal, this would on surface contradict the new findings on the screen time. But they also say that previous research shows that it's how people use social media that determines the influence on the sense uh, and sense of isolation. And when they say how, they're talking about if you are using social media because you are loving social media and you like talking to your friends on social media and posting exciting things that you and your friends did on social media, so on and so forth. Good for you. Congratulations. That's not what leads to, you know, isolation. That's not what leads to depression. What leads to depression is if you're using social media as your form of social, as a form of your social life. If you're expressing your social life through social media, good, that's great. If you're using social media to talk to your friends or finding new friends, good, that's great, right? Because that's how you begin a relationship to have it grow. And I'm sorry for the noise in the background. There's some um, vacuuming going on. But if you use the social media as your social interaction place, right? I'm heavy on social media. And yes, that might be influencing my feelings of loneliness, but it's definitely not my end-all, be-all. I use social media heavy to communicate with um, friends, family, and that, so on and so forth. Um, so that's the story. Tell me how you guys feel about this, because I thought it was surprising, especially the fact that the older folks are less lonely than us younger folk. Uh, we need to do something about that. That is a scary thought, to, to know that a human being that has been alive and seen all of their best friends, family, you know, parents pass away is less lonely than someone that's living in their twenties, going out clubbing, using Tinder. Like that's insane to me. That is just insane to me. 
Let me know what you guys think. Um, comment, uh, like the whole nine. Let, let's have a conversation because this is something that, you know, really just blew my mind. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. I really do appreciate it because I believe in this podcast. But the truth is, this podcast is nothing without you. So I ask and plead with you to subscribe. And subscribe only if you like the podcast, only if you felt like you got something from the podcast. And the only way I will know if you liked or disliked the podcast is if you rate and comment. So please, rate and comment away and do so honestly. If you loved it, give me the five stars. If you hated it, give me the zero. Give me the one star and tell me in the comment section what you loved, what you hated, what what you don't agree with. So I can work and grow and become better for you, for us. So this Cue the Nurse podcast to grow into something special. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Have a good day, good night. Enjoy and come on back tomorrow for some more.